0: Hello and welcome to today. December 15th is a big day, especially for Romans. In 37, Nero is born. In one thirty, Lucius Verus, co-ruler with Marcus Aurelius, is also born. And it is Consuelia, a Roman festival in honor of Consus, which is held today and august 18th in 1791 the u.s bill of rights is made law when ratified by the virginia general assembly which yeah is it's a big deal in the u.s as it is from that moment on that flicking off the president is a perfectly legal display of communicating your political leanings oh and in 533 belisarius kills off the vandals So let's dial back in history for a minute. Back in the 400s, there were two Roman empires. You had the western and eastern halves. The eastern half would live on into the 15th century, but we're gonna kill off the western half in the next few minutes. At the beginning of the 5th century, the western half had some semblance of control over the western empire. Sure, there were tribes of Germans parading all over the place, but the court at Ravenna still had some say in where these tribes settled down and took roots. It was largely a veneer, as these tribes still recognized their own leaders, but the veneer was what they had, and they fought to maintain it. It would not last the century. In the midst of this period, the Vandals, who had never gotten any kind of official allowance to live in the empire at any point, were squatting in modern-day Spain. To visit Goths, and I'm using the term here even though it was not used at the time because if you search for goth, you'll wind up with two different groups. Anyway, they were in the process of beating down other barbarians in exchange for that veneer of legitimacy. Basically, they could move into Spain and live there officially, but only if they beat down the squatters. Considering they had sacked Rome not too long ago, a betting man could put money on them, so the Vandals left Spain. Now, there's some controversy of what happens here. Either they were led in by the leader of North Africa, or it was a coincidence. But the leader was for a short time suspected of treachery, and in the moment, it could be seen as the Vandals being invited in, or or it could be completely coincidental. It's controversial, and I'm leaving it at that. What isn't controversial is that in the early 400s, the Vandals took North Africa and Carthage. This is a big deal, as this is where Italy, and thus the actual section that the Romans controlled, Gets their food. The Vandals kept sending food though because the economy was wholly dependent on it. They didn't come here to plunder, they came here to conquer and rule. And that's exactly what they did for about a hundred years. Now there were obviously attempts to retake North Africa. Majorian tried. Leo the Thracian tried. All attempts ultimately failed though and the Vandal Kingdom would survive the Western Roman Empire. It would not, however, survive Belisarius. Belisarius. The Eastern Roman Empire, and it's also called the Byzantine Empire at this point, though I'm going to keep calling it the Eastern Roman Empire because it's still led by a guy who speaks Latin as a first language, and I want you to remember that this is still the Roman freaking empire here. The leader of the East, Justinian the Great, had a dream of retaking the West. Justinian is an awesome figure and so is his wife Theodora. This power couple had a pretty good team running the East. They also had a badass general named Belisarius. The empire at this time rarely saw the emperor actually leading armies anymore, so to make Justinian's dream of a reconquered empire complete, they sent Belisarius west. The first order of business, taking the Vandals down. Now, Why the Vandals? Well, they had just sacked the pro-Roman king for starters. Additionally, the Vandals were Aryans, and they had been persecuting the Nicene population of Africa. Justinian induced two revolts in the farther-flung ends of the kingdom, and when Belisarius landed in Africa, the Vandals were shocked. The first battle of the war, the Battle of Ad Decimum, almost ended in a Roman loss, but the king's brother had apparently died in the fighting and the king buried him during the battle. The break allowed the Romans to win the day. With this, the Romans held Carthage. The Vandals moved west and set the stage for the final battle of the war. That's right, only two battles! On December 15, 533, the two forces met for battle at the Battle of Trichomerum. The Roman cavalry beat the snot out of the Vandal army, and in the fighting, the king saw another one of his brothers die in the fighting. This broke him even more, and the battle ended with the Romans finishing off the Vandals. It would take some time for the region to be fully locked down, but it would happen. Belisarius had taken Africa. He returned to Constantinople with the Vandal king in tow, and was rewarded for his success. He would go on to take Italy, and yeah, the Romans had Rome again. Justinian and Belisarius, whose tag team had done wonders for the Eastern Empire, both died within months of each other in 565. Both of them were massive victors in history, and their impact stood the test of time, and the lands they conquered would remain part of the empire for ages. Or, at least, until the Muslims roll out of Arabia. Alright, so that's all I have for you today. Come back tomorrow to see what's going on in China while Europe is stuck in the dark ages of war and despair to find that China is currently in uh, war and despair.